Love Talk Radio. Function, dirty talk of any kind might upset you. This may not be the show for you, but since you're all sitting here in front of me, y'all have dirty minds. I know it. I know it. <laughs> and we are live from Mystic South. I am so excited to be here with all of you. Thank you all so much for coming. Our first guest is the amazing documentarian, my friend, your friend, everyone's friend, the incredible Azure West. Hey, Azure, what you doing? You got five minutes, I'm glad I'm not on camera because I'm uh, I'm blushing really hard right now. Thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> how am I doing? Uh, this is my first Mystic South. Congratulations. Thank you. Welcome Thank you. My my virgin cherry for Mystic South has been topped is what I've been telling everybody. The uh, the reaction's been great. So um, <laughs> I'm pulling uh, three different hats. Please don't. Uh, there we go. Sorry, I almost made our host spit up water. All right. So I am uh, pulling three different hats this weekend with uh, rolling with Tawasadia, rolling with uh, the Wild Hunt, and doing volunteer work for the Mystic South. I have to ask you a serious question. Please do. Is it Zia or Zaya? Um, I have heard everything but late for dinner. Actually, that's Zaya. Because we don't agree on food okay. uh, well at either. So, um, no, it's, it's, you know, like two a day. Tuatadea, Tuatadea. Uh-huh. So, okay, cool. Yeah. So nobody has a reason to be mad at me for saying Jaya. Okay, cool. No. So what else you got? So we are working on a little topic down in Texas right now. If you haven't heard about that, we have got a uh, community down in the Livingston area who is very opposed to a pagan, it's Polk County Pagan Market. This is Polk County, Texas. Wow. So as of right now, they are going uh, very, very hardcore as far as trying to um, boycott, trying to stop, trying to do everything in form of even, um, and I don't want to be radical or, or blow this up, be it dramatic, but they are receiving death threats as well. Mm-hmm. So that is very unfortunate. Right. Um, this is a developing story. I had talked with um, both of the organizers last Sunday. Mm-hmm. and uh, threw a little piece together and put that out. Um, it has now been brought to my attention that we have a YouTube link that references my article. So, this, yeah, yeah. So, um, it's going to be an interesting event because the organizers have basically said that there's no stopping this train, wow. that the event will go on no matter what. They okay. are going to go ahead and look at private private areas to go ahead and hold the event so that um, you have different uh, parameters and procedures with protesters and different mm-hmm. things in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really sad that we have to go to this mm-hmm. kind of length. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's yeah. frustrating, but um, hopefully. So I don't want to go ahead and just say that it is a, a umbrella every Christian in that town because there are also many people who are uh, churches that are saying we're not going to be involved in it, right. churches that are very accepting, churches that are 
uh, frowning upon this kind of behavior from their other Christian believers. So, um, like I said, there's, there's good and bad with, with all of that, but hopefully we can uh, go ahead and uh, have a positive outcome. But I will be at the event and covering that in um, November, the first weekend of November. So if you're down in Texas, <laughs> come on down, y'all. All right. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you. Hey, Stockton, come on down. Stockman. Oh, see, I got corrected. I was wrong. I'm bad. Hi, Kate. Hi. Nice to see you. Thank you. Nice to see you. Nice to visit you this morning. I know you do. So let's talk about what you're doing here at the Fabulous District House. Well, this is my first year uh-huh. And I'm excited and don't know everything that's going on, but I'm learning. And okay. I am presenting a program, a, a workshop tomorrow morning. Great. Yeah. yeah. And um, I um, created it uh, back when women were marching in 2018 and 2019 mm-hmm. during the dark ages. So. Um, I'm just, no you know, joke. yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. Please come. Yeah. Yeah. That's exciting. Thank it's you. It's going to be right in here. <laughs> oh, huh? cool. oh, now I'm awesome. awesome. We're over in the world. Awesome. We're right. We're already set for it. Awesome. Um, yeah. So, so I also am a vendor here. Yep. I'm from the mountains of North Carolina and God's country. Um, and I. I'm an assemblage artist, and I create jewelry, mm-hmm. as well as books. I bind books also. Um, and I use, I collect pendants, stones, chains, beads that mm-hmm. speak to me, and I put that together to create a story. Mm-hmm. So um, my work is case and I call it touchstone art, uh, touchstone anecdotal art. Each piece tells a story. You have to touch it. And your pieces are beautiful. Thank you. Very beautiful. It's a passion. And you're so kind. Oh. Anyway, so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I spoke to you earlier. No. You have this sweet kindness that comes out. You're very Why comforting. is everyone looking at me like that? Very comforting. Seriously, I need comforting. I had a nervous breakdown two months ago. Oh. Yeah, when you call your therapist and you say, am I having a nervous breakdown? And the therapist says, yes, you are. Oh. And I said, am I going to get past this? And she said, yeah, you are. Uh. But here's lots of medication to make sure you do. So that's been a fun journey. But you are. You, you can, there are people you can heal at this time. Thank you. Tell folks what room you're going to be in again. Azalea. Time? Uh, 9, uh, 8.30 or 9.30? 9.30. 9.30. 8.30 would be way too early for me, but 9.30 I'll be there. Okay, thank you so much for coming up and visiting with us. I'll see you in the morning. Good. Awesome. Bill Hageman, come on down. I want Kate to read us bedtime stories. I know. (laughs) And bake me cookies. Bake us cookies. Pat me on the head and tell me everything will be okay. I know. I, 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 I
and you are up here to talk about. Oh, I, I, I'm going to be presenting Sunday uh, at 11, uh, Differences Between Spirit and Soul. It's just mostly a semantic thing. That's interesting. Yeah, most people just want to call, inter, uh, use the words interchangeably, and mm -hmm. there's many cultures that uh, have different words for spirit and different spiritual anatomies, mm -hmm. uh, concepts, and what has a soul, how can you tell what has a soul, concepts about that, some of it's my opinions. Well, let me ask you a question. What, is there any validity to everything having a soul? Do you think that's an actual No, everything thing? has spirit. Everything has spirit. Everything okay. has spirit. So the class apparently is about the difference between the two. Yes. Oh, fantastic. I have something to learn a lot. Okay, cool. What else? Well, uh, also, uh, I'm going to hawk my book. Uh, I have a book called Magic, Mind, Motion, and Body, The Praxis. Uh, the subtitle is Magic, No Woo, the How and Why book. I saw that title and I went, No Woo. And I went, yes, I like that title. It's, it's, it's like, what do you do to develop your psychic and spiritual development uh, so that you can approach magic unencumbered by all the trappings of everybody else's tradition. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's great if you have the cultural context, friends, support group, you name it, and you feel comfortable to work with whatever tradition, but there's people who say, I don't know. Who are these guys? Who are these spirits? Who are these people? Why are they the boobahs? Who are the, what makes them the word and everything? I don't know. What do I know about myself? First thing is you got to know who you are, and that's manager. a lifelong journey. Yes, but you can get your steps ahead on that. Yeah, yeah. there's there's uh, meditation techniques, and people I can't do meditation. Well, it's active meditation. It's like yeah, you know, I, I did a class here uh, the first year I was uh, here at Mystic Sound. It's it's about ordering your mind, being able to uh, all the stuff that comes flooding in through your head. Is it me or is it not me? Right. If it's not me, bye-bye. I don't need it. Um, if it is me, great. Now i got to sort it out and be responsible with it. Yeah. And, and then you do the same thing with the energy exercises so that you know what energy is you and what's not you. And then when you start working with energy outside of you, what is compatible to me? Because bringing an external energy that's not compatible to mess you up. And we call it yeah. <laughs> I have a doctor with me at all times. What's that word? MT and mismatch. Yes, and it causes uh, burns and whatever in your collagen fibers and causes uh, connections and blockages. And 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 I, I will do critter exorcisms uh, wow. if, if people call, call on it, but mm -hmm. I, I'm not that. Absorbed with the Greek in the past 30 years, I've been work, working around the clock in IT. So, wow. You know, I don't do the, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to break out and be more social. Awesome. <laughs> well, you picked the right venue you for that. You did pick yeah. the right venue. So, Bill, once again, tell folks the name of the class and where it's going to be and when. Uh, it, well, it's, it's Sunday. Mm -hmm. uh, it's up here somewhere. It's at 11 o'clock. It's the difference of spirit versus soul and uh, all the other concepts of what spirit is. Um, and thank you, Deborah, for checking our oh, look at that. <laughs> That's why everybody needs a Deborah. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, I was trying to fiddle with my phone, but it was getting... Camelia. 
Right. I'll, I'll be there. All right. Bill okay. Hagerman, thank you so much. Buy the book. Buy the book. Now we lost his next, I believe. Oh, hello. Hi, Madeline. Hi. How are you? I'm good. What's going on? I have not done this before, so. That's okay. You're a most friend. <laughs> Speak up, my dear. I can't okay. hear you. I'm All right. <laughs> All right. I'll scoot in a little bit then. All right. Tell me the name of your company, Silverlight, and what the Silverlight is. Well, I do what I call photo artistry. Mm-hmm. So I started as a photographer, very basic photography. I decided that wasn't getting it done. Right. So, so I taught myself Photoshop. And I shoot my source images, mm-hmm. I pull them into Photoshop, and then I just go nuts. You play with them. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the piece I got from you this morning was not Photoshop. No, it wasn't. That was part of the graphic design, because I do that as well. That's awesome. Yeah. Is that under the same company name? Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yep. So aside from vending, what else are you doing? Um, well, I have a day job. But we're not doing that this weekend. Okay, <laughs> I have to do it. <laughs> we don't like <laughs> them. So, you know, we're we're leaving the mundane back over there. Okay. Um, but I do a little bit of writing. I do some book covers, which yeah. is a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and of course, with the majority of my work starting with photographs, mm-hmm. the pandemic was not the best for me. After that, you that can't do right. You can't do photo shoots. Sure. You can't be with people. So. Right. I've started doing some resin work, so I do some jewelry with that. So, awesome. Yeah. Go buy the boots. She yeah. has some amazing <laughs> artwork. Stickers? Yes. Are stickers. stickers? And yes. I have yeah. stickers and magnets and bags. And, and prints. And, and prints. And all kinds of goodies. Oh, my. I know. Yeah. All of the yeah. gear yeah. that I... But you the one who bought that? Yeah. Like, yeah, like my whole... My my <laughs> it had a big old soul sign on it. Thank you. The, the Wheel of the Year. Yeah. Or the... Yeah. I gotta go back yeah. and get And I have a whole little line of my witchy pride yeah. graphic. Yeah. Yay! Yeah. Yay. <laughs> fantastic. Thank you so much for oh, coming. I'm very happy to be here. here. Oh, yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Right. I'm so Her and Michelle. Yay! Yay. Yay. Okay, full disclosure. Okay, she wrote a notebook. I have to remember when she has to remember her schedule. <laughs> Michelle wrote a book called Elemental Witchcraft mm-hmm. that blew my doors off so much that I'm like completely going to stand Your That too. I completely <laughs> Listen, whatever falls is what falls. Um, I'm just well, saying. Well, I have that effect on Let's hear different accents. Dude, I'm 61 years old. What do you expect? I mean, things happen. So, tell everybody about your place and what you do and your book and your classes and go. (laughs) So, Elemental Witchcraft, The Guide to Living a Magical Life Through the Elements, uh, was released by Llewellyn in December, so it's in its first little couple of months, and Mm -hmm. I'm here supporting that, uh, both as the book vendor downstairs, uh, we're vending as the Sojourner Holist Provisions, that's a metaphysical store. We're based in Greenville, North Carolina. We also have a website online, which is thesojo.com, but um, we, uh, were re- we were asked by the fine folks here at Mystic South we would be the official book vendor and mm-hmm. coordinator of book signings, okay. and we were very grateful to get that opportunity. So we're downstairs outside of the conference room with the cow, yep. selling 
Um, we have been asked by a couple folks if we have other types of books, and at our bookstore, yes. Yeah. Here we limited it to the books for the people who are here sure. and associated collections. Sure. Uh, so that's mostly it. But online, on our website, we do have a lot right. of all the rest of the You have everything. You have all the things. All the things. Which is amazing. Uh, so, but we, we were originally um, bringing the things that our store generates, our people generate. Mm -hmm. So um, with my book, uh, there's a exercises and rituals and spells, as you do. Mm -hmm. And um, Courtney uh, Varnado downstairs, my general manager, she is a phenom at finding a sustainably responsible beautiful, recycled, and so forth. And I asked her to put together provision boxes, which have everything you need for my book, but they're also yeah. recycled content, compostable, organic, mm -hmm. fair trade, etc. So we have these collections that we call provision boxes. They're $109 each, which I know sounds shocking, but it's actually a little bit less expensive than if you bought everything individually. Right. But if you get it, you get an office tool, several organic essential oils, several um, ounces of... Uh, organic herbs and spices and resins and rare things, but in these gorgeous little recycled glass apothecary jars. I saw those bottles. Right. They're amazing. And there's all sorts of things you need, right? The yeah. candles, beeswax, also U.S. beeswax candles. Mm. Um, anyway, if you were to get all of them, you mm -hmm. both basically at the end you have the full witch's apothecary cabinet ready to go, yeah. and there are two books scheduled for after this one, Lunar and Solar Witchcraft, and if you've already got those things, you've already going to have everything you need for subsequent books to craft your own stuff. So if anyone's looking to have the start an altar, start a cabinet, well, that's a delightful idea. It is, because it gives the beginner or somebody who's just lazy, I'm going to raise my hand for the lazy part, because you put it together for me, because... Yeah, it's that. hard to find these things, yeah. and especially now with the supply chain issues. Courtney's been working for a year to get yeah. these things. The only box we don't have right now is water mm -hmm. because of one bottle that has been promised to us for six months, and it arrived mm -hmm. at the store the day we left. Oh, man. Anyway, it'll be available well, online. There, so. The other two things we're, we're promoting, and we mm -hmm. hope everyone will come look at, um, our associate, uh, Jupiter Melchizedek, he's a, an astrologer. I trained him in witchcraft. Wow. Uh, he's also um, a fruit worker. Yeah. Um, he creates a line of intention oils that are mm -hmm. renowned in our town for being very effective, but he does create them with all natural materials according to the cycles of astrology, according yeah. to the moon, according to all of these. He's legit. Yeah. Um, so that's called Jupiter's Juju, and we have all of his intention oils. Nice. And also our associate, Melanie Godley, cre uh, again, I trained her in witchcraft. She is also an astrologer and a folk magic practitioner. Yeah. She creates a line of soy candles, all mm -hmm. charged by the moon, by the stars, yeah. all natural ingredients, such as MC Grows herself. So mm -hmm. if anybody's looking for some really high-quality, magical intention candles and oils, uh, those are made by our people. We didn't get to bring them with us. They are maiming the shop back. Yeah, back at the old Somebody home. Has them them in the shop. Which is why I want to give them a shout out. Oh, so, yeah. Shout out. Um, so anyway, all those things are also available on our website. Well, you're my, you, honestly, of all the people I asked for a blurb, you coming back with this could be the next Buckland Big Blue. I'm like. Well, I don't say that easily. I'm not, now I'm not a little nervous you know, about that at, at all. But, you know, I, yeah, you can basically ask me for any favor you ever want. Yeah. <laughs> I love that's not why I said it, honestly. I, well, I, I read the book in, in draft form, and it was like, 
everything I ever watched. That's the best woman before. No, it's really it's so well done, and you really lay it out, and it's it has, actually has more information than Big Blue by a lot. It's not as tall, but no, it is broader. It is Yeah, yeah, so for brain damage over here. Uh, 
No, I, I apologize. I, I have folks that want to talk to me about things like podcasting. Yes. And things go in my brain and then they leave and they float back in and then they go this way and then they come back in. It's been COVID central at my office. I am still healthy. I am quadruple back. Awesome. Yeah, but not everyone I work with is, and I'm having a battle about that continuously for the last two and a half years. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. there's just so much going on right now. So what else is going on? Talk to yeah, me. so with Witch Hat Chats, we mm-hmm. talk about anything and everything. If it's controversial, we want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. That's what we want to do. We want, we've got um, a social justice panel that's actually coming up, and mm-hmm. we want to be able to talk about and we talk to the little guy. We talk to the big person. We don't care. Yeah. We just wanted to talk to him. Yeah. So I love that. Celebrating class is amazing. He is wonderful. He is yeah. my co-host. He's yeah. awesome. I love him to death. He's doing Witches Fest completely now. Oh, right now. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So me and him are, are buddies on that. And I'm also doing um, Ever Moving We Rise. I'm the high phoenix to that. That's what we call our priestesses. Mm-hmm. And that's basically, we believe that you have to experience your own path. Yeah. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I mean, you, me, may have similar beliefs, but we're not going to have the same beliefs. And right. that's okay, yeah. even if we don't understand them. That's perfectly sure. fine. Right. And so that's that's the way I like to conduct. Very inclusive. Yes. It's very nice. Yes. That's, yeah, what, that's the way we are. Yeah. And then there's the two workshops that I'm doing here. Mm-hmm. And one of them is tools that you can use to communicate with your ancestors. Right. Mm-hmm. And so most people think that when you are talking to your ancestors, you have to hear them or you have to see them or, you know, something... Um, television magic has to happen, you know. <laughs> like when you said that, um, some, what was it? Something was going to drop, and that thing dropped. That was hilarious. That was, that was uh, that's what I was laughing at, you know. It was just so much fun and stuff like that. See, stuff like that happens to me all the time. That's uh-huh. the reason why a lot of people like to hang around me because it's unusual things happen when you're there. I'm like, yeah, I'm not sure how to take that. <laughs> but okay, just say yes and smile and nod. That's what I always do. I, I got used to that, but that's been happening to me all my life as well. Yeah. So I teach people how to use different types of tools that you already have, and even mm-hmm. some that you mean on the same side. Oh, is that? That's, that's awesome. That one is tomorrow at 9:30 in the morning in the Oakwood room. Cool. I have to say Oakwood room because if I go Oak, in you know. I understand. There's a whole bunch of words I trip over. Mm -hmm. Here's the bad part. When I trip over my own name, uh, 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 Ray, Ray, just call me Ray. 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 Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Or you can ring the bell. Well, I know I'm not out of time. That's when we're Oh, that's when we are out of time. One more. You a 30 second warning. Okay. My other one is my. Um, coffin um, boxes. Yes, the coffin boxes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. about the coffin boxes. Yes. So basically, it's shining the light on coffin boxes. Mm-hmm. I'm teaching you how to be able to use coffins for everything else, including cursing. Cool. So we're going to do cursing, we're going to do healing, and mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a spell how to do shadow work with it. 
Interesting. And when is this oh, workshop? This workshop is Sunday at 1230. In what room? Day one. Oak Wood Room. <laughs> there will be a test. Yes. All right, Mickey Kirby. All right. Before you go, tell people when they can hear with that chat. Sundays at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Facebook. You can always go to www.wichatchat.com to see all of our previous episodes. We're in our season three. Yay. Well done. Thank you, Nikki. Thank you. Opaluna. 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 I'm bringing the drop so I know how to answer the question. Yeah. Hi, Hi. Opal. How are you? Here. Good. Tell people who you are since they don't know. Well, I'm Opal Luna. I'm the <laughs> author of Fiber Magic. I'm the amazing book. Oh, Witch's Guide to Spell Casting with Crochet, Not Work, and Weep. How did you figure so that out? Talk to me about the genesis of this book. I've been crocheting since I was eight years old. Okay, that's it good. It was my escape, right? Oh, okay. It's been my escape all my gotcha. life. So when I started learning witchy things, yeah, I gravitated to Kitchen Witch. Right. But then I said, wait a minute. That ain't it. I used the same same idea with yarn and yeah. fibers and beads and embellishments. So yep. I'm a fiber magician. That's amazing. I love it. And tell people a little bit more about your magicianship with fiber. Well, I I crochet a little bit. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm talking about the things you've created that you have with you, for example. Well, listen, don't give me a hard time on this show. I will start bringing that damn thing. No, seriously. Tell folks what you're creating. Well, um, my signature is the witch hat with the feather. Yes. People enjoy my owl shawls that are quite nice. Do you have any with you? Yeah, I got about. And I'm with I need to go so I didn't see them today. Why did and, and I am a, a puppet maker extraordinaire, and I love a good challenge. I make um, Cthulhu. He always has a top hat because he's a lord. Uh-huh. I make baby Baphomet. Medusas and and ogres <laughs> and mandrakes. Let me tell you something. I have two more questions. What can you do for me with this situation? Well, <laughs> I think call, I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. Hello? I call my doll emotional support poppy. Okay. You go get a mandrake, yeah. he'll scream with you. <laughs> That's all I right. When Trump got elected, I had a group. Uh-huh. Well, I got a to this group is embarrassing, so I won't tell you. <laughs> Let's just say there are different pieces of my group in different areas oh. buried in little piles. It's so you like to know that all of my items are washable. Washable. <laughs> you can do anything you want to with them. One comes right out. You, you pay your money, and I don't ask no questions. Okay, so I, I do have a question about this since we're going down that road. I said it. Because we're going down that road. Is there any way to put a pocket in with a little rubber vibrating thing to, like, really scare the shit out of somebody? <laughs> that was not where I thought you were going. Yeah. <laughs> that is not where I thought you were going. You're all dirty. Oh, my God. Dirty minds, everybody. Okay. My, my sleepy time sheet. Okay. <laughs> oh, 
I like the design. No, I, I make um, chakra dolls with pockets so okay. that you put whatever you want in there, crystal or thing. And I was just thinking about my, my uh, voodoo doll, name of pin cushion. Yeah. I'm going to make an opening in the back, like uh, with doors that come down in the back, like mm-hmm. flaps, yeah. so that you can put whatever you want to in there. Stick a habanero up in I, there or whatever, <laughs> yeah. Like I said. I love it. Once, once you take it home, it's yours. Wow. Okay, so can folks get you online? What's the yes. situation with that? Go to fibermagic.com and you can get everywhere else got a link to Instagram, yeah. YouTube, yeah. Facebook, yeah. a group called the uh, Fiber Magic Coven, where oh. we have everybody hangs out and uh, shares their craftiness. Is that a Zoom situation? I, we do meet once a month on Zoom for uh-huh. a Fiber Magic chat so that cool. we can um, craft and chat in real time. Yep. Yeah, and there'll be an invitation in the coven every month so that you can come join. Oh, cool. that's and it so is Fiber cool. Magic with a K at the end. With a K. With that's a K. very important. Yes. Fiber and Magic with a K. You're doing what else at Mystic South as far as classes? Tomorrow I'm doing Fiber Magic Crochet in the DeKalb Room at 1230. And we will be, if you if you have a basic understanding of crochet, we will be making a magical drawstring bag oh, from the book. If you don't, then you'll go away with a basic understanding. Jay. <laughs> that's, that's very cool. I, I haven't crocheted in probably 40 years uh-huh. or more. Now might be your chance to revisit it. It's like well, riding I, a bicycle. I actually have yeah. a crochet hook with me. Oh, that's fantastic. I have yarn and hooks and everything. <laughs> so you haven't crocheted in 40 years, but you yeah. carry a crochet hook with you? Yes, because I do, <laughs> I do fiber magical stuff. Well, and you never know when you might have a crochet emergency. Yeah, you might be attacked by random yarn. We've all been there. Been there. In the submission. Listen, I have to get my skills back. What are I'm you just, doing? I'm tying my shoes. You know? Fucking nuts. Now, Sunday morning at 8 o'clock, if you're awake, um, in this room, 8 o'clock in this room, I'm going to be doing magical knots and stuff. So, I love not work. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 out of yeah. bed for that, would you please? Because <laughs> okay. I love not work. I do a lot of not work. The bells I made are not work. Yeah, yeah I love right. all that. We're going to be doing a, there you go. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be doing a classic, which is ladder. Oh, and then we're going to be doing a, uh, something I made up called the Gordian Knot. You'll like that one. It's very violent. Oh, I like that. It's violent? Oh, we should go. It's a vanishing spell. Oh, uh, you know what? I have a lot of things. I have no. I'm going to have to. All right. Tell folks once again where to find you. Fibermagic with a K dot com. Fantastic. And if you post anything that you made, use the hashtag Fibermagic, hashtag Fibermagic Mm -hmm. on Instagram. Yeah. Two years ago, I was the first one to use that, and now there's over 500 entries, and it's not all me. Oh, that's cool. Do you have, like, are people mistaking other people for you? No. Okay. You check it. There's a lot of listen, that's a huge situation. I'm an influencer. You're an influencer. That's all right, influencer. <laughs> you're off the stage. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Sarah. Sarah Ennis? No? Thank you. Did she, she have to go to I think she had to. That she wanted to go get loving. Is fine. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I I have you on my list. You're speaking. You're speaking tonight, right? Well, actually, I'm two people. So you're two people. I'm speakers. Yeah. Uh, Right. I am. You're fine. We can can do all of that. I have you right. I have you written down. Right here on my book. You're famous. (laughs) Ryan Adams. Hey. Hello. Ryan. How are you? You know, getting by, (laughs) surviving and recovering from the drive. Oh, wow. How far away did you come from? Uh, I came from Baton Rouge, so yeah. uh, in theory it was eight hours, and practice was just for 11. Mm-hmm. Yep. So what's happening for you at Miss Excel? Uh, so it's my first Miss Excel. Congratulations. Uh, Welcome to the club. I was yeah. supposed to be here earlier, but we had this slow-rolling apocalypse kickoff, and it kind of canceled everything. But I'm wow. uh, enjoying it so far. A lot of, uh, a lot of good people, a lot of great content. Uh, I, I noticed that you have a tattoo on your arm that I have on my calf. <laughs> Which one is that? Uh, that would be the Tree of Gondor. Right oh, yes. Well, that's amazing. Lord of the Rings Geeks Unite. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, been, it's been fun. I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, everyone's plugging their class. I can plug mine, but you'd have to be able to go back in time an hour and a half. That doesn't matter. But, uh, so I came to Mystic South to talk about uh, pagan religious accommodation in the military. Uh, and it's got the subheading Bar Wars to the Present because my nerdery knows no bounds. Um, but I feel like it's an important topic, uh, even if you have no connection to the military, because uh, specialized populations like the military often act as bellwethers for how things go uh, to the larger public. Mm-hmm. And so uh, knowing the history of how they got to where they're at now and the risks uh, and challenges involved uh, kind of lets us be forewarned and forearmed as uh, we go forward. Mm-hmm. That's kind of an interesting topic because, you know, considering what we went through four years of Trump, I hate saying his name, um, there must be a real stigma right now of being a pagan serving. So um, right now is kind of an interesting time. Uh, things things kind of got started with official accommodation in the uh, mid '90s, mm-hmm. and then we had a couple things that dovetailed. There was the uh, media attention that came around when Congressman Barr tried to ban Wiccan paganism in the military. We had the global war on terror kick off with the massive increase in the size of all branches of the military, mm-hmm. uh, coupled with the request for support. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, at any given time during the time period between 2005 and 2018, mm-hmm. we had at least 50 active military groups practicing around the world, mm-hmm. like all over the U.S., uh, Kuwait, Iraq, Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. At one point, there was a group in Saudi Arabia. Wow. Um, and if you added up all the groups during the last 20 years, we had a, well over 100. Uh, so on the one hand, it seems like there was more acceptance in the military as a whole than there were in many places around the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, with success kind of uh, reads, uh, not negligence, but uh, people got a little passe. Yeah, they, they, were, they, were, they were complacent about it. and. Uh, Challenges are starting to creep back up. Um, not that long ago, uh, I, I don't want to call people out, but there was a there was a big wig chaplain guy in charge of a 
uh, undisclosed military base where an entire branch of the military went through basic training. He decided that he couldn't be bothered with allowing uh, services to continue. Ooh, wow. And it, it took several uh, people working diligently behind the scenes to get that restored. And as it stands today, you know, there's uh, groups at Lackland Air Force Base, all the Air Force basic trainees get to go through, Naval basic training has it, several installations where Army basic training happens. We have hundreds of service members every week who get to attend uh, pagan services on base. And that doesn't happen by accident. It takes mm -hmm. a lot of work to make it happen, and it can go away at the drop of a hat. Like women's rights. <laughs> Everybody's right. And don't be black, and don't be brown, and don't be gay, don't be gay, and don't, don't be, be female, female, and don't be yeah, yeah. Don't, be don't, don't be disabled. Just don't be any. Don't, don't be male. Don't be smart. Don't be or no, don't be. Don't show up with that smart stuff. <laughs> well, they don't like smart people because <laughs> then they realize that they're just a bunch of shit and want to get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> like the ignorant knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. We're not allowed to make people feel small. Yeah. Even if they are. Even if they are. That's incredible. Tell me again when the class was. Uh, so, well, when it was. So, so, so the class was uh, 3.30 to 5.30 uh, mm -hmm. today. Yeah. A couple rooms down the hall. Uh, mm -hmm. We had a good audience, good turnout, and uh, anyone who was at the class, I've offered to email it out to them, mm -hmm. and uh, anyone who's interested in the material can reach mm -hmm. out to me. Uh, in true military fashion, it was death by PowerPoint. <laughs> it, was, it, was about, it was about 39 densely packed slides, and I skipped several. Awesome. Uh, wow. But the, re the reason why they're like that is that I can send it out, and you have all the material. You don't have to fill in the blanks of what I said. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you, if you weren't at the class and you want to get the information, uh, you can go to uh, sacredwell.org. That's the website for the Sacred Well Congregation. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm the congressional archivist for Sacred Well, so mm -hmm. you can find me there uh, and just send me an email, and I'm more than happy to send you the presentation, the reference material, and a couple of bits of information that I just didn't have the time to present that gives you a view of a subject you may not have known about. That's awesome. You very much for living. Thank you. Brian Adams. <laughs> David Salisbury. David. David. I love David because he like walks into like a like you are a rock star, dude. He really oh, is. Just, just my my edgy punk vibes today. I love, <laughs> I love that about you. So David Salisbury, who oh. I have known for like eight years and never met, who I'm totally in remember oh. in person. Yeah. <laughs> so David, we know who you are. Tell everybody else who you are. Yeah. So I'm uh, doing. Uh, workshops at Mystic South this weekend and uh, I didn't realize until earlier this week that they all kind of have a, a central okay. theme to them about there it's uh, tomorrow for example I'm teaching about the iron pentacle which is a tool from the Anderson Ferry tradition mm -hmm. uh, that's about liberating your own internal oppressed power um, based on limitations that are put on you um, by society and psychological traps and things and then the following day on Sunday, closing out the conference uh, with my witchcraft activism talk um, mm -hmm. that'll be about liberating oppressed powers from society and our community members as a whole. So we're going from the internal to the external. What was it about the book? Yeah, um, so the... Uh, Go back to the beginning. The, 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 the beginning. Uh, 
but Deep Heart of Witchcraft, uh, which is about uh, bridging the gap from uh, beginner magical practices to a little more of the uh, 202, not quite advanced side, but in intermediary. Mm -hmm. yeah. There was a bit, a, a bit of a need for that because um, we tend to have a lot of books that are like beginner and then hardcore advanced. Mm -hmm. What is up <laughs> with that? Why do we, uh, I mean, this happens so often because I think everybody wants to write the book that they wish they had. Yes. But there's so much other stuff after that. Yeah, it's hard to write to the middle. Well, that's where most people are in the middle. Yeah. I mean, I'm still in the middle. Well, um, <laughs> yeah. I'm still in the middle. Okay, yeah. don't even. But go ahead. I'm just ignorant. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have a, a <laughs> book about a spiritual methodologies for uh, cleansing and clearing. Mm -hmm. um, which is not only useful, you know, for, for the basics like uh, your house and your body, um, but also uh, things and situations around you, which uh, was like um, seven years ago now, but I feel like it's pretty poignant because uh, so many of us are dealing with just the constant onslaught of chaos and doom pressed upon us. So yeah. it, it's an invitation to take time for yourself to let go of as much as you can while still being engaged. Right, which I find really hard to do without losing my mind. Yeah. Because I want to be all in, otherwise it's like, no, I can't deal yeah. with everything that's happening. Heal thyself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, which leads us to uh, witchcraft activism, uh, yep. which is a book about specifically being engaged, mm -hmm. um, and it's, it's exactly what the, the title sounds like. So. Yeah. Uh, if folks have ever done uh, any of my witch activism talks before, mm -hmm. um, the one I'm doing here is actually going to be a little different because I'm hiking up the intensity level a bit. Um, oh, yeah, okay. I, I usually take the approach of, um, you know, meet your magic wherever you are. If you're just comfortable with, like, doing this or this, that's fine. Okay. With We're in a major, major crisis right now, oh, yeah. and yeah. we need everyone to be... Be aggressive, <laughs> way more aggressive than you've ever been. Um, first of all, we need to hex the shit out of the Supreme Court. Yeah. So, you. Uh, so let's all do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, get get out of out of your comfort zones if you have not done um, a, a aggressive warfare style of magic before. Um, this will be an invite to please come to the table and do that, and if uh, you're not sure how I and many others will be very happy to teach you. Because I think a lot of people are afraid to yeah. really kick it up and use it as the tool that it can take. I, yeah, which is totally um, understandable, but we should be more afraid of the consequences. Absolutely. And that's one of the things I loved about that book, Witchcraft Activism, is it encourages you to push your own limits, step outside your comfort zone, and I think that's really important. Yeah, and we have to get outside of our own society, too, because one of the things that's happening is, yeah, we're at a crisis point, but we're at a crisis point now that finally it's affecting people who have had the privilege of not being affected by other crisis points that have been building up for yeah. hundreds of years. You know? they're, they're coming so for everybody. They're coming for everybody, and if that doesn't activate people to get off their ass and, and vote, first of all, and finally do something, yeah. then I'm sorry that we just won't get yeah. We've got to get off our ass and do something because ain't nobody going to say this to us. I love that you all have that vibe. Yeah, yeah. But, but basically the, the thing I'm, I'm embodying this weekend and beyond is 
no more Miss Night Witch. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck, patriarchy. They're going to come for us. We're going to come for them right back. Yeah, I think that's I so it. important because we're just sitting here like, oh, God, which where are we on the list of what's going to get? So I want everyone to get those awesome sounding coffin boxes we just heard about. Yes. yes. Put, put, put some uh, uh, particular Supreme Court justices right in there. Yeah. Stuff them in the box. Stuff them in the box. And we will learn how to do that from Stacey Kirby, which is fantastic. David, again, tell us where, when the class is on with. Uh, both tomorrow and Sunday morning, uh, 9.30 both days in the big conference room. And where can they get your books? Um, everywhere. Amazon, all, all the places. And what about here? Are you doing autographing? Uh, I just did that today, um, but I will uh, have copies at my other class. Excuse me. Okay. So. David Johnson. Thank you very much. Bring it. <laughs> this is Kelvin, who I adore. Hi, Hello. Hi. Tell everybody who you are. Von Kelvin. I know. I yeah. You. Oh my God, I love. Kelvin. And there are no others like you. There are no other Kelvin. I've I've not heard any other Kelvin. No. So, be me. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I was doing, I did a workshop today uh -huh. um, with my traditional witchcraft um, for fun. Yep. And then on Sunday at 12.30 in the conference room, I'm doing my journey to the witch's Sabbath. Doing a mini class in the Llewellyn suite tomorrow. Yeah. Um, cool. And that will be on the different faces of the witch mother in folklore. Oh, yes. What so, time is that? I don't. Okay. Uh, but you can I test on the, I, I believe it is posted on the door of the Llewellyn Suite, which is on 212. Um, I want to tell you. Yeah. Well, very yeah. good. Very, yeah. very good. So tell us about your book. Yeah, the two books, mm -hmm. <laughs> The Crooked Path, An Introduction to Traditional Witchcraft, mm -hmm. which is my first book. Um, really for the, a deep dive into what traditional witchcraft means. Fantastic. Um, what it entails. Good things, and then um, my latest book, which is Sabbath, also fantastic, an exploration Sorry. of <laughs> history, folklore, and modern practice. Um, yeah, explores exactly that the sort of folkloric and historical development of the concept of the witch's Sabbath, how it um, kind of reemerged in kind of modern times, and how we can approach that concept today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fantastic. Is it just Miss Bissell? This is my first Miss Bissell. Are you having a good time? I'm having such a good time. Oh my God, that's so awesome. Yeah. Tell folks again when the class is tomorrow. Um, the and class. Sunday. Um, what? I do you have a class tomorrow? I do, but I don't it's remember. It's the mini class. It's the mini class. It'll be in okay. room two twelve. Two twelve. Sweet. We will find it on the doors, um, and that is on the faces of the witch mother. Yeah. Um, and then I have a class on Sunday. Mm -hmm. At twelve thirty in the conference room, and that's journey to the witch's Sabbath. You're coming up the coffee. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. 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 done. Hi. Yay. Yay. I'm sorry. I don't. Con I can't control the weather in here. Okay. It I'm is cold. I'm. Are you? Okay. Please. I'm First, I'm like, well, it feels so good in here, but. Hi. Hi. Hello there. So you get a chooper. 
but it's still a cold room. Um, navigating acad academia and religion from a pagan perspective, which is very important. It's been uh, a very nice conversation with um, um, John, and I keep screwing up his last name. Apostles. I can't pronounce it. I, but everyone knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, so, so we, we um, and, and we both have academic backgrounds. I mean, the conversation was basically about the navigation that you end up doing. A lot of people are pagan, yeah. that it's going to be light and fluffy. They're probably the most serious people, tend to be, but then you've got to hide, well, how do you navigate? And that's, that's a whole different thing. Yeah. But that's one of the reasons why people come under two names. Because, oh. yeah, well, because work-wise, mm -hmm. it, it's the one... It's the one area and the one kind of series of professions that you are, you, you want to keep your job. Yeah. And so until you've gotten to a certain point, people may or may not need to know that, hey, I do this and, and, and I'm a witch. That kind of, you know, and, and in, in my case, there's the Hellenic Orthodox aspect of it and there's the... Um, and there's the Baltic heathenry aspect of it. So then trying to explain that gets very complicated. So the easiest way is to not explain it and just simply, you know, just, just do it. Yeah. Write what you're going to write. Um, um, I write for the Wild Hunt. I love it. That's the monthly thing. And it's whatever comes up. <laughs> yes, shout out to the Wild Hunt. If y'all don't hear it, please do. <laughs> Wildhunt.org. That's um, and, and generally it's, it's the things on there. Everyone has their own little path, the um, little road. I chose the workshop this time. I've done numerology in the past, um, not here, but that's something that I would. And, um, and spiritual decluttering was funny because I did that a couple of years ago with spiritual decluttering. And someone else is doing spiritual that decluttering. That's me. I'm doing that tomorrow. Hi. Okay. <laughs> were, were you in my last one? No. No, you were not. Okay. Because I did a whole thing. I did I did a column of the Wild Hunt, and then I then went and did spiritual decluttering as a, as a class. It was kind of interesting. So I'll be curious to see, and I and mm -hmm. I hope I'm not double booked. I might be double booked. I'm double booked for a lot of things. And so the other one on Hecate was because I thought, well, especially now with, with the dark half of the year, mm -hmm. um, and it is it's pertinent. It's always good with lots of movement. And there's been a ton of things that we kind of need to need to have that. And and I'm looking going, hmm, is it really what I, you know, did I want something light, not fluffy, but light and happy? It would have been nicer, but I'm just not feeling that way, and I tend to go with how I'm feeling. Sure. Um, if, <laughs> if I'm feeling horrible, yes, yeah. that's what it is. I you just said it for me, and I still can't say it. Well, I had to slow myself down to going, yeah. So Hecate, Boundaries, and Tarot is, um, both of them are in the conference room. Boundaries mm -hmm. are really big. I love using tarot for things. So I tell people, bring a tarot deck with them. There are plenty of people in the vendor room who will sell you tarot decks. Absolutely. If you don't have one, let's support each other that way. I brought my deck for that one. Well, and, and there's someone else I really like who is, actually also at the same time. So oh, wow. what I love about Mystic South is yeah. you can't go wrong with anything. That's true. And, you know, 
And I love your nails, by the way. Thank you. I know people can't necessarily see them, but they are they are spectacular. They are gorgeous. They are three inches long. I do them myself because I went to YouTube University when the pandemic started because I could not get my technician to do my nails, obviously, because nobody wants to die having their nails done. It seems like a full daring. So I went down to do it myself. Thank you. Okay. That was that commercial. So, yeah. Raina's show and nail salon. Uh, well, we spent half of one podcast talking about lipstick colors. So, okay, I mean, I think we talked about fact. varying shades of red yeah. for almost a half hour, which was hilarious. Because you're redhead. You know that. And red and reds are very, it's very tricky. Yes, it is. Yeah. You, you would think that there would be an easy thing. That's not hard does not look good. No. No. Yeah. Sometimes they're too orange, other times they're too purple. And, yeah, I can't do purple red. It depends on the... We digress. I know. I'm 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 oh, no, that's okay. It's fine. I mean, I, I know she's, she's Jenny. I just, I want to say thank you because I, I saw this. I was like, hmm, I wonder what this is going to be about. And it's lots of fun. Well, good. Yeah. Then I can get you to come on my show. Yeah. No, yeah, you can. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Yay! I, I, when, when is... Let's pick the show one more time. When is your show again? My show is on Fridays, Sunday morning sometimes, Thursday night sometimes. It's typically Fridays in the evening. After, like, between, I can do a show anywhere from 4 o'clock to 7 o'clock. Time Eastern Standard. Eastern Standard. We're in okay. Eastern Daylight right now. We're right. Eastern Daylight. Excuse me. I have a doctor next to me. Well, <laughs> well, because if you say Standard, the first thing I'm going to think yeah. is that you're in one of those places it does not change, or that oh, Arizona, okay. Arizona, okay. when they say Mountain Standard, it's like, okay, just yeah. tell me, are you with Nevada, yeah. or are you with Utah? If you're with Utah, you it's probably in, in the winter, yeah. and if you're in Nevada, it's in the summer. I didn't know that. Okay, I'm educating. Okay. It's, it's, well, but the thing is, it took me years to get that, and it's not always Arizona. I know that. That's that, that's weird. Yeah, what no, are you no, doing my Eastern daylight time? Every <laughs> time my son tells me it is, that's the time. Yeah. It's this. I look at it. But because I have guests on different, you know, in different places, it's like, okay, tell me what time it is where you are right now. And if they're not at their computer, it's like, oh, no, not now, three hours later. That's not helping. So well, it's kind of funny. I'm in the Twin Cities. So we're on Central Time, so right now it's about 5:30, okay. and um, and yeah, it should be about 5:30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, it's, 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 it's yeah, yeah. So it's, 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 it's yeah. Well, that's so, fantastic. Yeah, it's Central Time. <laughs> well, you know, I I grew I grew up East Coast. I'm from Maryland originally. Oh, there you and go. So I have not. I've only lived in Central Time zones for about the past 18 years. Before that, everything was Eastern. And the way this country is set up, it's all either Eastern or Pacific. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really no in-between. Well, Mountain just doesn't care. Yeah. So I figured that out. <laughs> <laughs> Mountain doesn't care. They do whatever they want to. Yeah, everything true. is delayed for to go with the West Coast. So then they just kind of do whatever they want to. And then Central is sort of supposed to go in lockstep with Eastern, which, yeah. be, which makes you either very resentful <laughs> Because I'm like, why do I have to start things at 7 o'clock? Because mm-hmm. it's 8 o'clock Eastern. Well, why do I have to start things at 7 o'clock? Right. And sure enough, they do. Wow. So things that are normally 8 o'clock mm-hmm. are 7, and then you, you kind of get used. And that goes down to pagan. It goes down to ritual. Yeah. Classic oh, yeah. start time, 7 o'clock. Yeah. yeah. That's true. 
you know. That's pagan standard time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, pagan standard time is everyone shows up at 7.15. <laughs> well, yeah. 7 o'clock. Okay. 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 We start in that business at 7.00. We start our rituals at 7. We have our gathers at 6.30. We've right. done our Zoom. We used to be in person. Um, so, because um, I'm with Our Lady of Celestial Fire, so we still, still run them. The nice thing about having a side Zoom is that if you're in a safe place, it's not safe. Yeah. Like we have people from Tennessee or we have people from other parts of the country mm-hmm. and they can zoom in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the only so you know. So thank you so much. You're I'm welcome. gonna get with you after this so we oh, can absolutely. talk about other things. But thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, I got it. Great. Thank yeah. you. Okay. John Hi John. Oh. Hello, sir. Hello. Hello. How are you? I am good, and I am so happy to be here. Yeah. We're glad you're here. We're glad you're here. This is uh, it's been three years since mm-hmm. we've had this, we mm-hmm. and um, that's too long. It, it was necessary, but it's still too long. Exactly. You're absolutely correct. So uh, good to be back talking with uh, with the audience. Yeah, we have to talk aside from this later. <laughs> okay. Okay, so John, do you want to start with your books or your classes? Um, I think by now most people know the books. Um, I'll assume that. Okay, well, then we'll start with the books. I have, okay. I have two books, okay. um, The Path of Paganism, mm-hmm. uh, an, experience ga- an Experience-Based Guide to Modern Pagan Practice, mm-hmm. came out in 2017, okay. and then um, uh, Paganism in Depth, a Polytheist Approach, came out in 2000, published by Llewellyn. Um, the um, um, paganism, uh, the path of paganism is for a five-year-old book is still selling very well. Mm-hmm. So I'm very happy about that, yeah. both from a, a standpoint of an author who likes to see his work out there, sure. but also from the standpoint is uh, for a for a foundational work in paganism, there's not a lot like it. Mm-hmm. It is the um, there's a million 101 books out there. This is a tool. So it's it's not it, it shouldn't be the it probably shouldn't be the first book on paganism mm-hmm. read, but but it, but it might be the second. Okay. We were just talking about the shortage of 201. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's a 201 level book. Paganism Depth is more of a 301 level okay. book. That one has has not done so well. But if but if you are interested in a pagan practice. As a polytheist, mm-hmm. uh, that's the guy. That's why I wrote it. Okay, very good. So uh, yeah, that's the. Um, those are those are the books. Okay. And I started teaching online classes. Oh. Teaching online classes three years ago, in, when um, when Paganism in Depth came out, mm-hmm. and I thought I would, uh, I would run a class based on the book to sell a few extra books. Mm-hmm. Well, the class turned out to be incredibly popular. Mm-hmm. And so I did another one and did another one and did another one. And I'm getting ready to start my, my seventh online class. Me, that's fantastic. So I will give your – this has not gone out for general announcements, but um, but uh, I told my newsletter readers last week, uh-huh. and it it will it'll go out on Tuesday. Um, 
the seventh online class is, is going to start uh, in early August. Mm -hmm. It is um, Pagan Monasticism as a Solitary Practitioner. So I'm doing a workshop tomorrow called Being a Pagan Monk in an Instagram World. Wow. How do you, if you feel the call to deeper practice, mm -hmm. or if you feel the need to kind of distance yourself from the ordinary world, how do you do that in a world that is obsessed with, with clicks and outrage and all this stuff? Yeah. And as I, as I started getting the, um, let me interrupt here, everything I write over. Sure. And I'm absolutely, I, I absolutely did this for me because I need this right now. And as I started, I started working on it. And I put this presentation together. Um, realized it was a lot more than one hour here. Mm -hmm. So um, it it grew and it grew and it grew, and it's going to be a six week that starts in. Um, uh, we starting the first Thursday in in August and run for six weeks, and we're going to talk about some of the history of monasticism and some of the things we can learn from our Buddhist friends and our Catholic friends and, mm -hmm. and some things from ancient paganism that we can draw on. Mm -hmm. But then how we can put all that together for ourselves here and now um, to, to satisfy that desire, that calling, yeah. that urging for deeper spiritual practice and and to maintain proper priority. Um, monasticism ultimately you know it's not it need not involve vows of silence and poverty and right. locking sure. yourself away in a monastery. Right. Which is a good thing because we don't have any monasteries to lock yourself right. away in. Right. But it's it's a it's a matter of prioritizing your sacred commitment above all. And that brings its own benefit. Mm -hmm. So this is something I need, and I've learned enough about, enough about it that um, that it's time to share what I've learned with everybody else. Yeah. Also bring in a couple of um, bring in three other people who are also doing this. This will be the first time I've brought in uh, guest speakers for any of my classes. Oh, but I'm going to bring in three guest speakers mm -hmm. who are who are really they're further along this than I am to give uh, to give uh, the, the the people in the class a different perspective. That's so exciting. It is because what what I've learned as I have I've done this investigation and research and study and reading and my own practice. What I have learned is a lot of people are doing a lot of different things, and nobody has it all figured out. Yeah. So, so the 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 is trick will be to find the things that for, for each person to find the things that work for them, that speak to their soul, that speak to the, their calling from from their gods and spirits, but that also work within the realities of their life, because. Not all of us, you know, there are some people who, there's some people who, um, um, who inherited, inherited land. Uh -huh. they're, they're living off of that. Well, that's great if you can do it. Mm -hmm. Most of us don't have that. Um, so um, there's many different ways to approach this, and we're going to cover as many of them as I can put together 
because this will it will give the people in the class a chance to um, again sample from many different traditions, many different approaches, see what works. That's amazing. John, how can people get in touch with you? can find me on on social media. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. Uh, I have a YouTube channel. The the class the class announcement will be on my YouTube channel on uh, on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. I don't post a lot of stuff on YouTube. Um, if you send me a Facebook friend request, also send me a private message telling me who you are, so that I know you're not a scammer or a spammer. Yeah, there's a lot of that. So much of that. Yeah. Or you can go to my teaching site, not the Patheos blog. Right. My teaching site, which is simply undertheancientoaks.com. Fantastic. And there's a contact form there, and you can you can get in touch with me there. All right, one more time. When is the class? Um, the class begins August fourth. And here? Oh, here. Um, uh, here it's tomorrow at uh, twelve thirty. What room? Uh, the Oakland. Fantastic, John Bennett. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I've been derelict in my duties. I have these two wonderful people with me, and I haven't even, even introduced them. This is the amazing Patty Wigginson. Yay! Thank you. And the incredible Dr. Deborah Bird. Yay! <laughs> just permitted, so it's your Oh, gosh. Oh, Hot put me on the spot. Okay, what do you yeah. want to know? I want to know what you're doing, why you're here, and all the books you've written. I'm here Not because all in that order, but I'm here order. because I sometimes need a break from my job in the corporate world, so mm -hmm. I drove 600 miles to come hang out with y'all. That's a hell of a haul. It was worth every minute okay. until I got into Atlanta. Didn't like that. Do not recommend. I don't know. But I did a workshop this morning at 8 o'clock, which I appreciate the heck out of every single person who showed up for that because that is like 0 at 30 in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I still had a turnout. It was still awesome. So we talked about uh, we talked about household magic, using yep. your non-magical shit to make your magical shit. That was I love fun. that. Mm -hmm. Then tomorrow I will be doing spiritual decluttering at 11 in... I think the Azalea room. No, oh, I'm in the Azalea room. I'm in the Azalea room right now. I got this. You got this. This is where I am tomorrow at 11. Yeah. And it will not be the same spiritual decluttering, oh, at least I wouldn't think it would be, as, as Cleo's. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's what I'm doing here at District South. Had a couple of books come out lately back in April. My eighth book on witchcraft, the candle magic journal and handbook yep. came out. It's a yep. super fun little one. Mm -hmm. uh, you can actually pick that up down at the Sojourner bookstore along oh. with a couple of my other titles. And then in the fall, I have a book on tarot coming out. It's the Witch's Complete Guide to Tarot, yes. which is more than just here's your 78 cards and here's what they mean. Right. It's more like here's a whole bunch of cards and let's make some magic and do spell work with them because that's fun and yeah. productive and easy. You know, that seems to be such a prevailing theme this year. Everybody yeah. is doing magic with their tarot deck. I mean, why wouldn't you? Because it never occurred to me. And if it didn't occur to me, I'm sure it didn't occur to a lot of but, people. But if you look at it this way, a tarot deck, you've got 78 cards. Each mm -hmm. one has meanings for like the upright version and then the reverse, which is sort of like the shadow version. Yeah. That's 156 different archetypes you can work with. That's Why true. wouldn't you use that in spell work? Because I'm a moron. No, no, because people don't think about it. Because people are, people are like, oh, 
the, the little book that comes with my tarot deck didn't say anything about throw it. Away. work. Why would I think about that? Most throw people throw away. away. You used to throw them away. I, 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 I used to. You just need to let it rip. You just need to let it go. Just figure it. Be like Elsa. Let that shit go. <laughs> let it go. Oh. Okay, yeah. so. No. But she yeah. told me. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> oh, man. I've been belled. Uh, I'm wearing her Don't go and sing that shit. Don't go and sing that shit. All right. So, so, yeah. You've got that coming out. I do. And you're going to be on my show. I am. Okay. That's really good stuff. And I'll be again when your class is on. Uh, so I'll, uh, you missed one from this morning if you didn't roll out of bed early enough, and that's okay. Or you're stuck in the bathroom. Or you're stuck in the bathroom. Or um, you were in my class. Or, or you were in Dr. Barossa's class because I wanted to be in that. Yeah, class. I know, but I, no, I respect the doctor. Um, <laughs> I respect the I totally respect the I just don't want you to bell me again, that's all. Um, but yeah, tomorrow, 11 o'clock, spiritual decluttering, right in here, apparently, the Azalea Room. Right here. And uh, that's, that's where we're going to be at. And then also, I'll be downstairs at the Sojourner Book area at... 
Thursday of every month. Wow. Which is sponsored by Desperate House Witches and the Wild Hunt. Correct. <laughs> I appreciate you coming up and talking to us. Like I had a choice. <laughs> <laughs> you blackmailed me. <laughs> well, you know I love you anyway. No, I, I just wanted folks listening to know what was going on here this week in case they were in the area and maybe wanted to come and visit. Well, they should. They, really should. they can They can come to uh, tomorrow for yeah. $50. They can come. All day, and if oh, they want, day pass. yeah, yeah, and we have day passes available. So um, know where we're at. If they want to come oh, yeah. on Sunday, they can come for Saturday and Sunday mm-hmm. with a low, low price of eighty dollars. Nice. And we are at the Crown Plaza, Ravinia. The Crown Plaza, Plaza. perimeter. No, no. Ravinia. It's perimeter. the Crown Plaza, Ravinia on the perimeter. On the perimeter. Okay. And. Um, if, if you just if you just Google Crown Plaza and Ravinia, it will get you it will get you here. So get here. Um, yeah. And registration opens at seven a.m. and I will be your cheerful host in the morning. Yay! Yay! Is there anybody here who hasn't spoken that would like to speak? I was saving her for last. I was saving. I was saving Bobby last, Doctor Doris Joy. But did I get everybody else? Yes. Yes. Going. 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 Fantastic. Doctor Deborah. Hi. Okay. Tell them about you. Your activism. Your your um, classes. Mm-hmm. Your interests. And <laughs> <laughs> we're letting it all hang out right now. Uh, okay. Okay, so I'm Dr. Deborah Burris. I do not have a book. Uh, <laughs> yes. 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 Um, I am, um, let's see, where shall I begin? I taught, I've already taught a class at the Class Acid Dawn this morning at 8 a.m. I taught a class on weather, lore, science, and magic, and it was Full. I was I was sold out. I gave out all my handouts. Nice. I was very excited. It was great um, because you know the whole idea of of science or of, of weather. Weather is a bunch of energy. It's a lot of energy, and weather lore is just really really good observational evidence. That then we go, hey, I noticed a trend here. Perhaps we should write this down in a really jaunty way that people will remember. Yeah. And so. Um, science, and so I thought, well, why can't these two things work together? Because um, I am in my day job an astrophysicist. I have a PhD in nuclear astrophysics, and I teach at the university, and, and then I am also a witch, and I'm actually officially a Georgian elder, but I don't practice Georgian. I know how to do all the things, but mm-hmm. it's, not my, it's not my bag. Yeah. So, you know, in my own personal time, I just kind of do good old Ozark Mountain dirt, granny witch stuff. But my philosophy is science, my science and my magic are not two disparate things. They are one and they they go together. Mm -hmm. And I have this idea that someday the two are going to converge. They're converging now. It's it's Mm -hmm. happening. Yeah. It is like like string theory, brain theory, everything's coming together. And I really feel like at some point we're going to find that they all go together. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, so tomorrow I'm teaching a class in DeKalb right after Cyber Magic. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm teed up right after her um, to do craftivism. Craftivism is where you use handicraft as political speech. Love it. And it's particularly in handicraft because handicraft was generally women's work yeah. and was less valued, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Um, and so it's using things like quilting, knitting, crocheting, sewing, hostessing, all of the handicraft as a form of um, speaking about social justice issues mm-hmm. or uh, in political speech. So um, really what I'm going to talk about a little bit is about the history of Crestedism movement. And I'm going to, you know, say here these are these were really good ideas, but let's also accept the fact that these things very often were neither intersectional nor inclusive. You know, the suffrage movement, for example, yeah. the women's suffrage movement, was not inclusive at all to women of color. Um, you know, uh, so, and then also the, the pussy hat movement, there were some problematic issues with that, both being non-inclusive of people of color, but also not inclusive of trans women. Trans women. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, I don't like that. That makes yeah. me angry. So, but the idea behind the movement was a good one. It's just the execution was not so great. Mm-hmm. But let's, you know, let's look at the movement as an idea and 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 understand that. I'm also going to talk a little bit about the history of the AIDS quilt. Um, and um, yeah. and then um, what I'm going to what I'm hoping to do after that is to share some of the things because there's been a big uptick in craftivism as a result of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Well, people, sure, people have time to stuck at home. Yeah, they were stuck yeah. at home. People, everybody wanted to learn to make sourdough bread yeah. and can and to have their own cow in their backyard. And see, I do all of those things, but I was doing those before the pandemic. So I was yeah. early adopter of having your own cow. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> but, uh, so, but, but, the, the what craftivism has done is it has given away, even if people are not, you know, out marching, they were promoting things, you know, they were signal boosting with hashtags, mm-hmm. they were sharing these things. Uh, there has been a large discussion going on in the crafting community, particularly it got started in the knitting community in 2017 when um, those of you who knit a lot may know about a website called Ravelry. Mm-hmm. Where Ravelry said, we that, are yeah. taking away all of the Trump stuff and all of the, because they're a private company, and they do whatever the hell they want. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. yeah. But people, you know, some, well, let's just put a fine point on it, shall we? Yeah. Some privileged white women got their panties in a wad mm-hmm. and got mad and decided to go over here and start their own um, waspy white women. <laughs> which didn't work out too good. But then, so there was so what it did is it had a, there was a conversation about how when you look at knitting patterns, you don't see people of color, you don't see different sized people, right. you don't see the LGBT plus community represented, right. you don't see people with different physical abilities represented. There was this big conversation, and we thought there was progress being made, and then we found out last year that not as much as we thought, Mm -hmm. because it started all over again, when they tried to have a meetup at a fiber event for knitters of color and makers of color, and again, these white women got their panties in a wad, and went, why can't we have a meetup? And I said, because it's a fucking meetup, it's It's all about you already. It's always been about you, so sit your ass down, and let us have nice things. Let us have some nice things. So, but anyway, so there's, there's, 
even in any community, in the crafty community, you cannot be you cannot be neutral. Mm-hmm. You have to engage these hard conversations, yeah. and you, if you're not inclusive, then you are exclusive. Correct. You can't. There is no middle ground. Right. right. Yeah. And as we see all of the shit that's happening with with you know the Supreme Court and with the stuff going on down in Texas mm-hmm. and with you know, uh, trans rights being ripped, stripped away from you know, trans youth are in danger yeah, in places like, like Florida and Texas. Yeah. If you are not inclusive, you are exclusive. You cannot be a moral, decent human being and stand in the middle on these things. I have the best friend. <laughs> anyway, so um, the class tomorrow is at 2.30, and I am by no means an expert in it. I am just a physics professor who likes to knit and crochet and um, put, you know, and likes to speak up and what? I'm going to. Okay. Um, thank you. I, was, I might have forgot. Um, I also have a little podcast. It's called Diary of a Physicist Farm Gal. It's on YouTube. Uh, it's, I don't have a huge following, but I have an incredibly loyal following, and so much so that they uh, support all the causes that I believe in. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you can find me on uh, YouTube uh, there, and you can find me on Instagram as Doc Firewoman. And um, yeah, so come hang out, catch me in the hallway, chat. I'm usually carrying knitting or crocheting. So that's me. Hi. Are you in a hurry? Oh, okay. Wait one second, Patty. Heather Green, come on down. Green. I'm screaming Heather in right now because she's in the middle of 9,000 other things. Hi, Heather Green. Hello. Hi. How are you? Tell what you're doing. Talk about your classes, your books, yes, Um, What should I start with? Books. Okay, well, I have one book, which is called Life Camera Witchcraft, published by Llewellyn and came out in October, and it's... It traces the representation of witches in American film and television. Mm-hmm. We had a really fun talk, didn't we, on your show about that? Oh, my God. Okay, so my favorite, <laughs> we about my favorite horror movie, which is Rosemary Saving. Yeah. And I just, I don't like horror, and I don't like being scared, but for some reason that movie is amazing, and I love it. So, yes, we had an amazing talk about it. And we have to talk about it. Again. Absolutely. We need to watch it together. We need to watch it together. Right. I like have a tape. Mystery Witches Theater 3000. Yay! That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, that'd be great for Steve it. But seriously, okay, so enough about that stuff. So talk about that and your classes. Your Mystic Um Well, I, I did one class on it. We uh-huh. talked about, I already did it, so okay. it was really fun. And cool. um, we talked about um, the witch's body and how that reflects uh, her quest and, yeah. and how that reflects her, um, whether she's good or bad, and, mm-hmm. and what that means within American culture and what that means about our understanding of who we are mm-hmm. as witches. So, um, I did that today, and so that's the only one I'm doing um, here at Mystic South this year, okay. which is different. In the past, I just did the survey to kind of introduce the book topic, but this yeah. time I did something a little deeper, a little fun, a little film theory. Awesome. Nice. Awesome. So what about outside of Mystic? 
Um, I'm, a, I'm doing podcasts, and being that it's coming up to which season or which movie season, I'll yep. probably be on a number of new podcasts. I think one. And they just you got asked one. And it's a, there's all kinds. Of, so I'm doing podcasts, and um, you know I'm doing some writing, but mostly um, mostly just podcasts right now, and just talking with people yeah. about witches, and I may do some reviews of some movies. You never know. And would you come on and do reviews today? Absolutely. Oh hell yeah! How fun with that. Let's day. do I'm it. Have some fun. Let's do that. Yeah, I'd love that. That is awesome. Uh-huh. So what else do you want folks to know? Uh, well, um, we can talk about my work as a journalist and um, editor, Do which it. I'm su- super excited about. So I'm an acquisitions yeah. editor at Llewellyn. So I'm really excited tomorrow at Mystic South. We do pitches here, and Llewellyn's here in force. So yep. um, super excited about that. I love finding new voices, new ways people are practicing, new witch identities. It's so much fun. So that and, and also being a journalist and writing about witches, I'm doing some really great projects that are coming up, which I'm not going to talk about right now. Okay. But they're all so related. Uh, you know, writers and editors can't stop writing, writing and editing. So, um, yeah. so I have, you know, Gemini many hats, always doing something. <laughs> yes, I'm always selling orange in the fire. So it's super. I, 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 I do. I love it too. Yeah. And do you want to talk about the vending that you do? Um, well, that's not really me. Okay, that well, just, yeah. So, yeah, if I can. Go so, ahead. <laughs> so my wonderful partner um, is an industrial artist, and he's done some work that's very witchy to make your home a little more witchy. Um, it, just home products that have witches on it, mm-hmm. witch expressions. I mean, there's so many stores out there that have um, that are Christian stores that yeah. have that stuff on it, or there's Judaica stores and other religious stores, but we don't really, we have metaphysical stores, but not necessarily stuff that is just home decor, because, yeah. you know, most of the time you have to go, you have to wait till Halloween to get something right. worthy, and then but it's like, yeah. and then it's like, you know, cheap plastic. Yeah. <laughs> but he he does he's making trying to make some things that we can keep in our homes that are quality, that are fun. I have that one it. of the cutting boards in my kitchen. I, I love it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I have more than a cutting board. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're they're super great. Yeah. And so he's kind of just applying um, you know, when he's in between his big regular projects, he's sure. applying stuff just to make and it's called be bewitched home dot com. Yeah. So so yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, cool. I'm not dashing right now. Do you cool. have another question before I dash? Um, oh. I do that to people. Help me out. <laughs> okay, I have a question. So if you want to come do a pitch, not that I'm asking because I'm showing up tomorrow, <laughs> what, what is a good way to prepare for that? Like, what would you like That's to see ideally for That's people to write That's a great question. So Llewellyn does have a... Um, uh, document on its website, Llewellyn.com, that Mm -hmm. that does talk about that. But just briefly, the best thing for me as an acquisitions editor to get to know what you really want to do is to see, first of all, your writing. So if I don't know what quality of writing you are, Mm -hmm. um, you have or you can do, that's one piece of it. So coming with at least like a chapter or a good, you know, paragraph or something. But if you don't have that, that's fine. Um, you, if you've done blogs or articles or any type of writing at all that's not from your pitch, that, that will tell me whether you can string a couple sentences together. <laughs> the so the other piece of that would be um, I also want an outline. Like, yeah. Because that tells me not only I – don't, I don't care. If you don't stick to it strictly in the end, fine. But that gives me a sense of 
where you see the book going or where you see the project going. So it gives me a sense of how your brain is thinking. It's not just an outline to me. It's getting into it's, it's getting into your thought process of where it's starting and where it's going and where it's going to end. So a good outline is really good. Um, and then also giving us a, a list of like your your um, your socials. Um, are, do you have socials? Um, are you willing to talk in public? Because that's an important part of book book uh, you know marketing in the end. If you're if you're going to write a book and then disappear into a cave, yeah. you're not going to sell a whole lot of books, and that's right. not good for Luella, and it's not good for you. But, mm-hmm. You know, it's just not. Let's just be you real. You can ask to do, to do another one. You won't go on podcast. You won't talk to Reina. Then you know. That's true. <laughs> You are nothing. So, yeah, so your socials <laughs> yeah. and also your authority. Why are you qualified to write about this topic? Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm going to talk mm-hmm. about that. Some, not tomorrow. Sunday I'm going to do a, uh, a workshop on writing a really good introduction and then ask some other questions. And that's, oh, and, that's and, and, and then I'm going to talk about that. I mean, why are you qualified to write it? I don't want to read a witchcraft book written by someone who's been a Christian evangelical pastor for their, for their whole life. Right. And that's not saying anything about their experience. They right. should write a book about their that's experience. Right. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, I, um, I'm going to talk about that, but that's another thing. What is your authority? What kind of degrees do you have? What kind of experience? What kind of, you know, background? Um, so that's mm-hmm. the other things we like to see. So putting, you know, who are you? Mm-hmm. What is this project? Mm-hmm. And can you string to Two or three sentences. Are you going to live with this? You've got to live with this book for a year and a half. So, right. you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you sound exactly. exhausted. I am. Uh, exhausted. Yes, I gave awesome. a pitch once to you. Uh-huh. And after I realized that I actually had this idea and I maybe would want to write a book, I, I saw how much was involved with it. And I'm like, I don't have to count. I can't do it. I'm a, I'm a talker. Not everyone is a writer. I do you find that a lot of people who maybe aren't really writers think they're writers? Um, uh, yeah, that's yeah. with every profession, I'm yeah, sure. There's absolutely. people probably go into the medical profession and think they're yeah. doctors, and they're not doctors. Right. You know, not don't have a passion. For well, we them. hope yeah. they don't sure. get that far. <laughs> 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 we really hope they don't get that far. I think that's okay. Yeah, but that could be problematic. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, but it happens. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah. people that are doctors that don't really like people. No, no, no. Or even care about the profession. They're just in it for whatever, for whatever, their parents or whatever. It happens in every profession, so yes, the answer is yes. But, you know, you luckily figured it out before you went too far and got stuck with a deadline, right? Yeah, because I think my heart would have crushed itself because I I realized I couldn't do it Mm -hmm. because I can't give that much of a and it is a big commitment. It is. I mean, you have written two or three books, right? I've written eight. a few, yeah. Well, eight? But only one, only one with Luella. Yeah, but that's so, but yeah. written more than yeah. I've written a bunch. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But it's, that's it's a lot of work. It is a little bit. It's like a rarity. I, I'm, I'm like, you want me to write a paragraph? People, you know, a lot of people have said to me, how do you do a show and not have a script? I'm like, that's not a, that's not a show. It's not a conversation. No. I don't do interviews, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I just have conversations with that. people. And I think it sets my show apart from other yeah. shows. No shades of other shows at all. 
different. It's just different. I just have a different kind of thing. But yeah, somebody you've got you know, and folks say, "Oh, you have to write a book." Hell no, you don't want to write a book. Every other word will be soft. Whatever everybody knows you're good at and that they love to do. Everybody needs to be a writer. People that like to read. People that like to talk and listen. Not everybody needs to be a writer. Not everybody Probably. needs to be a podcaster because yeah. the world would be so interesting if we were all sitting around writing books. That would be what, what would be the world. Nobody would read anything if we're only writing. Yeah, yeah. that's very yeah. true. That's we, very need true. A, we need a little bit of everything. So, yeah. No. So how do people find you if they want to find you? Okay. Well, let's see. <laughs> I have no idea. People hate that we're in, the, we're in the middle of the conference, so I my know. brand is like, okay, yeah, my website is heathergreen.net, mm-hmm. which is some things are being uh, fixed on it right now. So some of my articles are not there. Um, and um, I'm on Twitter, which is my most probably my most active social. Yeah. So that's um, at, at miraselena dot or one.com now. Add Marisolina01. Mm-hmm. That's Twitter. I also do have Instagram and Facebook. I'm, yeah. qu- I'm not quite as in love with those socials, but mm-hmm. um, but you can find all of the links on my on my um, my uh, website, which is again heathergreen.net. Do not go to heathergreen.com. That is a Whiskey <laughs> professional. She is a wonderful expert in whiskey, but it's kind of funny. Which is, I guess, you can go there. I can't. I can't say. But it's it's pretty. I mean, that funny. could have been so much worse. I was waiting for you to say that. Oh, uh, your face, yeah. everybody. I was like, <laughs> wait, 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 no, wait, Heather Green. Okay. No, and she's a whiskey expert, and uh-huh. and that's really awesome. And so I, I love that. Her. Yeah, yeah, we need right. to be friends with her. Right, yeah. But so mine is heathergreen.net. Think of spiders. <laughs> Witchy spiders. Net. Well, okay. I mean, the person was a friend, are we not? Don't want to be friends with her. I told well, you. Here's the thing. When I looked up my name, all it was were porn stars. <laughs> I said, strippers and porn stars. And I said, hey, that's the name I want. That's legitimate work. I, I mean, I, yeah. sex work. So I sex heard it works, and this is not a stripper body, but if it had been, I would have been... I can <laughs> verify that there is somebody out there. There's a market for everything. Body yeah. 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 I, I can verify. I don't know if I'm beautiful, Raina. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'm leaving. I love you. I love you, too. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. The person behind Eva, are you coming up? Yeah. Well, come on. Yay. Come on up. Yes. Come on up and discuss. Join the party. And then I we'll love have your blue hair. And then we'll have Junior. Oh my love. All right. Hi. Hi. Hi, babe. Tell people everything. What did you bring up? What you got? I will tell you. Okay. I am Julia Benson Slaughter. My favorite jeweler. Excuse me. Yes. <laughs> one of the things I do with jewelry. That I, that I acquired. One of the things I oh, acquired. Yeah. Today. Oh, yeah. Quite beautiful. Oh, yeah. Isn't that amazing? So let me look at it. All right, come look on. De- Deborah was talking about people using the pandemic to explore crafts and stuff. Well, I've been doing crafts since I was seven years old. Yes. However, I took the opportunity for the pandemic to explore new and different ideas, designs, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. My business is not with designs. I make glass and chainmail jewelry. Right now, the focus is on the chainmail because 
it doesn't require that I have to sit in an uncomfortable position in front of a torch for hours on end. And and I'm having some issues, so sitting comfortably in front of a torch is not going to happen for now. Hopefully later I'll get back to it. But, but I the chain love mail. the chainmail. It's it. so beautiful. I yeah. love it. And there's all different designs. I mean, this yeah. is not the only design. Oh, no. I've got it. Go ahead and tell them. There, there's yeah. at least a dozen of those Raboli Capture pendant designs that I have worked out mm-hmm. and made work with my materials. Yeah. I work mostly in stainless steel yep. and bronze. I don't work at sterling silver because, as we all know, sterling silver is cost prohibitive these days. Sure. I never thought that would happen. Plus, it's high high maintenance. Mm -hmm. You're always having to polish it. You can't can't sweat on it. You can't do anything like that. It's so true. Stainless steel, you can go swimming in it. Mm -hmm. You can wear it in the shower. You can wear it 24-7, no harm, no foul. Bronze is a 92% copper alloy. So if you believe in the medicinal properties of copper, right. you get 92% of those medicinal benefits yeah. from awesome. the bronze, but that other 8% makes it a lot stronger and mm-hmm. sturdier, and it's going to hold up. I have ripped a copper chainmail bracelet apart just with my fist, yeah. and I'm not a particularly strong person. Yeah. Bronze, I cannot do that with. Yeah. So that, that's one facet. Yeah. And I'm doing a workshop tomorrow afternoon, make and take a talisman bracelet. I to do that, yes. Basically, I've got a bunch of lengths of copper wire. I'm de-stashing a bunch of my beads that need to go on to new homes and be loved. And you're going to just design whatever your heart desires. It's raid my stash. Yes. I'm going to raid your Stash. Come raid my stash, darling. You have darling. good stash, baby. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and aside from the Rivoli's, which are gorgeous in the chainmail and necklaces, there's also a bracelet. Bracelets, lots of chainmail bracelets. Chain bracelets. Many for men. Mm-hmm. Titanium. Black titanium, Ooh, anodized yeah. niobium, which is nice and bright and rainbow, mm-hmm. and the stainless steel and yeah. the bronze. And I make them big so that I can shorten it to fit you on the spot. Yeah. And I make them even bigger for the gentlemen that like to wear a nice big manly bracelet. Oh, yeah, they're gorgeous. Or the goddess-sized ladies that want a goddess-sized bracelet. I try to be accommodating. I and I make earrings. Yes, earrings. Lots and lots of earrings. Yeah. I have a whole collection of pride earrings. Oh, fun. Pretty much, if I can get the color of the, of the aluminum scale, mm-hmm. I can make you a little pride flag to wear in your ears. Mm-hmm. And so I've seen several around today. Yeah. So I make the jewelry. Yes. That's a third of me. Yes. Yeah. Second third of me is I play drums. Yep. I started off in my 50s as a belly dancer, and then if you're going to be a belly dancer to understand it, you need to learn about the music. Yeah. So I started playing drums. I play frame drum, um, Egyptian and Turkish doombeck. Yeah. Both of those are Middle Eastern. And I also play West African drums, the djembe, the dunun, and I play those with an ensemble here in Marietta. I'm the designated doombop player. <laughs> Which means little me plays the biggest drum of all. Yeah. The great big bass drum. Mm-hmm. I had a workshop earlier this afternoon on using the frame drum not just to play the usual bump, 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 
heartbeat rhythm, but adding different tones that you can make on a frame drum. Mm -hmm. Frame drums don't just make one note. You can get four, five, six of them out of a frame drum if you know how to do it. We looked at that. We looked at different time rhythms, different ways to play a rhythm, change a note, you get a whole different feel to a rhythm. We talked about a family of rhythms where literally there's one note change between each pair of rhythms. And people were coming with all sorts of deity identities for the different ones. And there was one woman who played the really light and airy rhythm and she saw Ariadne. Mm-hmm. Played the kind of middle level rhythm. Um, Bridget. Yeah. Mm. Who else was? I can't remember who the second one was. Then the third really deep down earthy rhythm, Morgan. Yeah. Scotty. Mm-hmm. So you can pay homage to different deities mm-hmm. by the tones, the rhythm, yeah. the speed or tempo that you choose. And the idea is to get a few more tools in your toolbox to experiment with them. Sure. See who you can deal with. See who wants to talk with you. So that's my second third. And then during the pandemic, I found myself roped into editing and co-writing a series of post-apocalyptic, dystopian, very, very adult. We like adults. We love adults. Oh, <laughs> honey, these are adults. We have here Chronicles of the Covenant, Succubus Book 1 and Succubus Book 2. When you see the term succubus, what are you going to think? You know it's dirty. You know it's dirty. (laughs) Adults. For grown-ups only. My friend, Michael Aurelius, who I have never met face-to-face. Wow. Yes. Mike lives in St. Cloud, Minnesota. Uh We met virtually on a glassworking forum at least a dozen years ago. Mm-hmm. I saw his initial pieces of this. Started saying, hey, you can write some more? You can write some more? Yeah. Come on, Mike, get with the program. Yeah. He started writing more. And then I started reading and said, you know, you got a, you could choose a different word here and you got some typos here and so on. Yeah. I'd send him a list, a page-long list of things mm-hmm. that needed to be fixed. Sure. And then I finally said, Mike, would you rather I just fix the files and set them back to you? It would be a lot easier. He says, go for it. And then we got to the point where there was a gap in the story. I said, hey, Mike, you know that gap right there? I know what goes there. Can I write it, please? That's awesome. And it has snowballed. These are the first two books. Succubus 1 and 2 are the story of Rebecca Mercer, uh-huh. a budding succubus, and how she and her family um, go through the apocalypse, basically. That's what does. There are some very interesting surprises that the pagan community in here is probably going to find very amusing. Okay, cool. Like the true identity of Yahweh. Okay, Wow. Have, have I piqued your interest? I am interested, yes. You can find out his you, true identity because he is overthrown during the apocalypse. You are both faceted. So how did people find you? Book three? Oh, this is book three. Oh, honey. Yes. we got at least six books planned. Oh, okay. That's book fine. three, Blood of Patriots, came out on Kindle 
today. Yay. Congratulations. The paperback awesome. will be along probably about the end of the month. Mike's got to finish doing all the putting yeah. it together. Cool. Um, sure. These are available on Amazon. Awesome. You've got Kindle, you've got the self-published paperback. Mm -hmm. We are starting to record the audio book version oh, of really? Succubus One. Are doing the audio? I am not doing the audio. Oh, I thought about doing it, but that was too much like work. Okay. Yeah, I <laughs> and I like to talk, but maybe not that much. Oh. <laughs> but after these three, uh -huh. we've got two more sequels. Right. And then we're going to jump 200 years into the future. Cool. Okay. To so the we, tenth we great granddaughter. <laughs> the tenth great granddaughter of Rebecca. Okay. Is also Rebecca. Okay. Awesome. That sounds fantastic. All right. I'm where gonna, to find me? I'm, yes, please. Tell people where to find you. Um, oh, you're going to be a good guest when I get you along. Get me on. <laughs> um, probably the best place to find all the different facets is artofthefirebird.com. Cool. That is kind of my general purpose personal site. Mm -hmm. Noctwoodesigns.com, the jewelry business, has its own website. And it's gorgeous. And chroniclesofthecovenant.com mm -hmm. is there for the book. Cool. Awesome. Boy, you are everywhere. I, love I try to be. Julia Benson Slaughter, thank you so much for coming on thank and hanging out amazing. with me. Thank you. And our final guest for the evening. Whom I love so much, the amazing Eva Dominguez. Eva! Eva! It is so lovely to have you here. Eva. Oh my God. And you, you haven't aged a second since the last time I saw you. Days in the blood of the innocent. I'm telling you. <laughs> the it is so way to go. Honey, you are, wrapping, you are our last guest. We are wrapping up with you. I know. But. I mean, tell everybody what you're doing here, your classes, your books, please. So, I mean, I'm just tickled to be amongst paganists. I mean, I, I'm an extrovert, and this has been awful. It's been hard. Some people. It really has. It really has been. Yeah. But uh, I taught a class today and had a lot of fun, and people seemed to enjoy it. Yep. Uh, they were, it was based on stuff out of my Four Elements of the Wise book, which is terrific. And, uh, it's a great book. Sorry, I shouldn't have whispered okay. that. It's yeah. a great book. I'll be doing a book signing uh, uh, over at Sojourner. Tomorrow? Tomorrow. What time? Oh, like uh, late in the afternoon. Okay. <laughs> after lunch. I, after lunch. After lunch. <laughs> after lunch. We can recognize that. Because I'm supposed to be talking to people and attending other classes. Yeah. And, and, and then I'll be teaching one more class. 8 a.m. Sunday. Yes. Oh. Why is everybody? Oh, man. Now, I, I mean, I get up early at home, I but know. I know that not everybody in the universe. I had an 8 o'clock this morning, and I, I, I was fine with it, yeah. and people showed up, and I was yeah. really excited. Yeah. So people will come on Saturday right. or Sunday. Yeah. But that one's on the, uh, basically on how to live through the change of the ages, from the age of Pisces to the age of Aquarius. Mm. Are we there yet? No. Okay. So here, here's the. There yet? <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna say you need patience because let's say let's say that you were born today. Okay. Even if you had perfect genes and nationalized medical care, uh -huh. you would not live to see the uh, transition complete. Uh 
Uh -huh. well, all right, so <laughs> it takes a minute. It takes a minute. Let's look at this way. The, one click of the cosmic clock, the equivalent of a day in the cosmic cycle, is 72 years. Yeah. Okay. Who here has looked at you know spring equinox or summer equinox? Like, well, especially I look for the north. Mm -hmm. So it's spring. I can put away all my cold weather clothing. Yeah. No. 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 It, it takes weeks before the weather finally decides it is officially spring. Well, yeah. Now imagine if you expand that length of time out to the scale of changing of ages. Mm -hmm. So it'll be like you know maybe another 150, 200 years before we're truly and fully. But it's just like the change every day forward. There's a higher probability that it's behaving like the next generation, but it's that the backwash is coming. Hot backwash. But I'm gonna say it, it, it is hot backwash, and I'm gonna say that the transition is the most turbulent parts of history. Yeah. We're definitely there. We're there. Definitely. We're so there. definitely there. We're there. And, so definitely. And it's scary because you don't really want to leave this earth being with people having fewer rights than what I got. I I I, I hope that most witches and I'm, I'm I'm I don't normally do this, but I'm, I am I'm shooting on you. Should me. I think witches should care about the political state we're in, Absolutely. and Absolutely. do what they can, both with mundane and magical means, mm -hmm. to secure a better future for all of us. Yeah. So I, I have no problem saying that, and I know some people are a little iffy about it, but honestly, uh, the whole world is in peril. Very true. The whole world is in peril, and mm -hmm. uh, I think I agree with many people who have said more witches are coming into being right now mm -hmm. because the world needs them. Yeah. Well, the very act of being a witch is yes. so subversive anyway. It is a political statement. It's, it's absolutely, absolutely crucial at this point and necessary. You know, I think a lot of witches are afraid, especially with the Um, Not me personally. Not you. Not me personally because I'm a loud mouth and I don't give a shit. But <laughs> there are folks who are still in that mindset of, we can't do anything negative. We can't do anything aggressive. And that's I, how you get to those. Exactly. <laughs> and I, I wonder if you could speak to the folks who are afraid sure. and think that we're supposed to all be good. I'm going to say that that uh, if you're worried, and, and I know not everyone believes in karma or threefold law or or the things come back to you, exactly. blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say you don't even have to believe in any of those things if you look. But look at it this way. Uh, inaction has caused more harm over human history than action. And mm -hmm. being, being a bystander to terrible things has caused more harm than making a mistake trying to, to fix the errors. So I would say I would rather take the chance, and if I make a mistake, it will be because I have chosen to make that mistake as opposed to simply sitting idle. Right. And, and I will say that I'll give you the example, and if I ever repeat a story, tell me to don't. Don't do it again. Why would I do that? I mean, because, because I hate, re I don't want to bore people. Anyway, so once upon a time, no, no, once upon a time, once upon a time uh, uh, and this was in the uh, 80s, so like, you know, when dinosaurs, yeah, yeah, and there was a woman in one of our covens, and we did a binding for her, because she was a single mom, and she was dating a guy 
that had probably at some point been an okay guy, but he came back from war not the same person, needed lots of help, and became a scary stalker boyfriend dude. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she contacted police, did all the things, mm-hmm. but really, really nothing, nothing happened. Yeah. So we did a thing. Awesome. All right. Yeah. We did. We did a spell. Basically, if he came within 50 yards of her or or her or her young kids, that he would feel pain, and the pain would grow more intense the closer he got to them. It worked because I got a phone call from him. Did you guys do something to me? Yeah. And she didn't get bothered by him, and so on. And then the whole community was like, "Evo, you broke the law." Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Well, here's the way I do it." Because I do believe in karma, and I do believe in my own version of the law of return. Yeah. And it's not so, you know, tidy. Mm-hmm. Here's the way I view it. If in the future I ever became a scary, dangerous stalker dude, I hope somebody binds me before I do more harm. Because sure. like calls to like, affinity calls to affinity. I bound someone from doing harm in a very particular situation. Mm-hmm. I don't mind if anybody ever has to. If I call being bound because I've done wrong, mm-hmm. I'm totally good. There you go. I think we should all be chaotic good witches and not lawful. So <laughs> I always, I always played, I always played lawful good in D and D. Yeah. But really, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing you cannot be these days is neutral. You no, can't be anything no. neutral. Neutrality is. Ten, ten seconds till we, till we, till the neutral people in the world cause the apocalypse. <laughs> oh wow! You know they've already. It's not even about me. It's about people who are only self-serving. And it I've is. I've had this is. incredible struggle. I've lost friends. Mm-hmm. I have lost other spouses because I, I can't you. keep you in my life if if you're willing to take a chance on everyone else's life. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You have just devalued yourself in my eyes. So True. I mean. Not for nothing, you see, I host this show alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm aware. Well, things happen. And you have to, you have to if, you, if you say that you care and love someone or a group of people, well, this is where you have to put your money where your mouth is. And if you're willing to let people die or lose their life mm-hmm. and... Because, you know, go back to the early 60s, late 50s with certain people in this room were not considered people. And before, no, this, is, this world is my family. All of my pagans are my family. Right. So if you're willing to take a chance and let us die, you obviously don't care about us. So stop yeah. saying you do. And I, I call out the liberals on that. Now, because a Republican, you are always going to know that a Republican is going to behave like one. Yeah. So when you have a liberal who says, oh, you know, I believe in everyone's choice and I believe right. in everyone's rights, and then you don't get what you want, so you basically destroy a country based on not getting what you want. You have to look big picture. You have to let people mm-hmm. go. We're all mm-hmm. connected, and if mm-hmm. you stand idly by and let other people get hurt, eventually it's going to be you. Absolutely. And why wait? Why not try to stop it before it actually happens? This is why I love having sometimes less um, But, yeah, I mean, we could talk about this all night, you know. It's just, it boggles my mind that people are so myopic. Well, and, and, and that 
it's never fixed. This is forever. Mm -hmm. uh, no matter every generation for as far future, far in the future as we can possibly imagine, mm -hmm. is going to have to fight the same fights over again. Now, if we're lucky, they will be fighting over things that we think of as small change now. Yeah. I mean, the real measure of progress in a society is that refinement means that even smaller kinds of pain or, or, or microaggression or whatever else would be perceived as being worthy of being eradicated. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I know that we'll all, even the best of us today will be looked at as being benighted in the future, and I hope so, yeah. because I think we've made progress. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, agree. So, tell people about your call. So, so I mean, so, so the 8 o'clock on Sunday, we'll be talking about, you know, what to look at uh, as, as changes that are likely to happen, and perhaps some ideas about which ways you might want to change your practice or your, or your plans mm -hmm. to deal with the turbulence of the transition, which so is Do you feel like it's going to get worse before it gets better? Or oh, God, yes. Okay. So we're talking, are we talking about civil war again? We are already in a cold civil war with police action. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're not. I mean, we are already in one, um, and and uh, all the astrology has been leading up towards. We're in the middle of it. Uh, we we won't don't see light of day of things hopefully possibly improving until maybe 2026. Wow, that's sooner than I thought. Well, no, no, I'm not talking about the big. But I'm talking about the current crisis about whether we will remain a nation that resembles right, a that's nation. What yeah. I'm talking about, absolutely. But now. I'm I'm always hopeful because I believe people can as pastors stand up and do what they need to do. And I believe that more people that are witches or magical practitioners of one kind or another are actually getting involved and mm -hmm. and will do what they can both in physical ways and in spiritual ways. But you know, we're we're uh, watch for the big eclipse in twenty twenty four. Sure. I'm in the past the totality of the most of some Oh, wow. And in the land of extra weird, the past <laughs> totality also goes through Lilydale. Oh, I've never been and I'm dying to go. And it also goes through the land where uh, Sirius Rising happens. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've never been to Sirius Rising. I hear it's amazing. Uh, Western New York State. Okay. Wow. So, but 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 it cuts through the country and, and hits a couple of sensitive spots energetically. So we'll see a lot. Wow! You know, yeah, <laughs> it's a lot. Wow. It is a lot. And don't it's forget, a lot. don't forget that we've never had a president elected during a Jupiter-Saturn conjunction that didn't either die, have a assassination attempt, or some major other problem happen, like the one that we just elected. Are we We're off the air. Are you kidding? We're already off the air. We've been off the air for like five minutes. Okay. Sometimes it's severe illness, yeah. which is hidden. Oh. Mm. Sometimes it's a assassination attempt. Sometimes it is completely not being able to accomplish a single agenda that mattered to them. Oh. Uh, yeah. 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 
An assassination attempt, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whose career was ruined. Yeah. That's true. Now, Peter, I forgot. You're right. No, I mean, so it doesn't always be death. Death, like the death card doesn't always be death. Right. But, but, but it, but it greatly hampers their capability of accomplishing anything. Wow. Just because we don't know about any assassination attempt doesn't mean there wasn't. There's been plenty. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's been plenty we don't hear about. Well, yeah, yeah. So in this case, what you're saying is Biden, Biden may not make it. Mm-hmm. Biden may not make it, or, or. Uh, He'll become incapacitated in office, or he will um, continue to be roadblocked completely. Well, that looks and then, and then you add in yeah. the, well, uh, the, the U.S. going to its clue. Right. Well, 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 well death rebirth process. We could be a revolution. Could be a civil war. Could be a splitting of the country into what smaller units. It could be that the Democrats finally grow a goddamn spine and stop yeah, playing by the nice little minutes. I completely agree with you. I completely agree with you. I mean, I am so sick of watching. Oh, let's all let's all clap hands and and they're like the the. take a lot more dead women. Because what's happening is Sadly. all the people Sadly. of color and all the queer people are finally going, now it's set home to roost on you, yeah. not women. Right. Get off your ass and do something. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly right. I'm going to cruise upstairs for just a minute, and then I'm going to head down and go to the restaurant here in a little bit. And I'll see you down there. Excellent. Okay. I'll be down there about 8 o'clock. Perfect. It's 738. Okay. No, that's, oh, my. I've got both. You've got your help, but I can't. Oh, thank you, Tyler. Hey, Tyler. I'm sorry. Um, oh, we're friends on Facebook. We can, yeah. we can talk oh, later. Okay. Thank you so much for coming. I really appreciate it. All about projects. Yeah. Do you have my contact info? Well, we're Facebook friends, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. I love when I see you because it's the only chance I get to have. Oh.